Welcome back to my lovely IHP community. We have some channeled guidance for our lovely Leo season, the energies about, and those beautiful relationships. As the 5D mystics settle into their 5Dism, so those of you who are unconditionally loving with your own flaws and imperfections, you are your own safe haven, secure bases. Any person who's a Zen master, you don't have to be mystic to be a Zen master. You're a functional adult. It means you have your own integrated brain and restorative embodied self. Some of you might be here, some of you might not, but the indication that you are here is that you unconditionally love every human being on the face of this planet from now to tomorrow to all of our ancestors. And you know that there is no evil there is no devil or demon, even the ancestors' ancestors, what they all are, they all began life as a zero-year-old, and they did not choose to have a body with a shame, defectiveness, heartbreak, gut-wrench experience that created a series of events that kept all people that did not move into their enlightenment soul age group in the human suffering land. That's how I'm going to equate this one. So it's not a devil, and it's not a demon, and it's not uh, this word separation consciousness without an expanded explanation. <laughs> Separated consciousness people are the people who still believe in evil. They still believe in demons. And they, in fact, talk about human beings like that. And in fact, if you watched the video that I shared on the new moon, the one with the difference between a 5D mystic tarot reader and a 4D one, you will have heard me mention this awful, awful, awful show that is a podcast that people watch, and they called human traffickers alien reptilian, reptilian alien people, and I didn't even watch all of it because I was like, okay, I already know enough about the conspiracy theory world to know the gist of what these people are speaking about, and what is disturbing is the fact that I know there are people who think of themselves as intellectually smart, and they actually do in-depth research and they use the very specific type of podcast like that, and they use words such as uh, meat eaters, uh, like this is an entire world that some of my friends have actually told me they know about, and I have uh, questions. In fact, I'm thinking I have a one friend of mine. I need to reach out to them now that I think about it, um, because they are a trusted person meaning they're grounded in reality so they know it's bullshit but they're like there's a whole world when I was talking to them about my future plans and they're actually a they're a smart person right there <laughs> but um, because anybody who is anywhere near smart would know that there's not meat eaters uh, in the sense of alien reptilians no matter how many clairs you got if you're a smart person so I should specify infinite higher human consciousness with an integrated brain, excuse me, excuse me, stable, mature, adaptive, rational, teachable, excuse me, it means you understand what is real and what is not, and anybody who uses the word meat eater or reptilian is not talking to you in human being terms, so excuse me if I use the word smart, where I might be pseudoscience lady, but I never in a million years thought that there would be people who would consider themselves smart and with Claire's, though, this is the part. So their Claire's confuse them. They, they're confused because the 4D bandwidth confuses people because they think they're anointed. 
So they fall in love with their own anointedness and they become enamored with their own light because see, this is the part where 4D plane calls themselves light workers. We're all light workers because we're all light. Uh, they actually, though, think only some light workers are special. So there's again 4D plane for you. So 4D plane believes that there are meat eaters and aliens and they actually follow all this stuff. I'm in a group on purpose so that I can actually keep at least a gist of like the terminologies that get used. And oh my gosh, I mean, I know I follow the Schumann resonance, but I don't talk about it like it's the only thing that affects me. And actually it's not. Uh, so, you know, back to channeled guidance, this for differences between 5D mystics and the 4D. And I'm not laughing because it's funny. It's not. It's that these people actually have not heard of Patrick McNamara. And even if they did, they won't believe that it's their brain and that they need to look into helping something very specific in a good way for their own body. No, it's too hard to bear the truth. No, I don't know what it is. No, wait a minute. Again, they're special. They know everything already. They can see the horrible, horrible, nightmarish future and they know the truth. You know what the sad thing is about this truth is no, they don't. They're distorting it because... The part that I want to make sure that we share in general, when you meet any 4D person, it's always, and we're very capable of doing this, I mean, on the episodes, here's 5D people channeling, tuning in, not anybody else. And if it's anybody else and there's any type of reason for you to actually believe meat eaters, well, again, I'm a 5D and beyond infinite higher human consciousness potential. I'm okay with pseudoscience lady for a reason. Uh, I do know empirical data and what the words mean. I know what data means too. I just choose to allow myself to be in my own plane of existence with my 5D mystics, which is a beautiful group. So again, we know the difference between um, when I say Claire's, it's because that's how I came to know of these terms and of these experiences. But I know the neuroscience community and the brain community actually can give us the download in a data point way and it isn't about meat eaters or alien reptilian species and we don't need some other person who's also in 4d plane informing you that there's not an alien god you know this is the other part right now so okay i'm gonna have to organize one if you're a new listener and you believe in evil and the demon and devils please go elsewhere there are 4d leaders for you out there talking about all of this bs and they are not even close to being, at the very least, honorable in some way. Because honestly, if there's anything that I can understand more respectfully, I learned about history. I learned about the system. So I learned of institutions that used to be our basically systems. I can understand why certain systems that are crumbling are a bit more of a challenge. Because they meant something. But when I hear alien and meat eater, I honestly just think of uh, sci-fi. And so if you're actually using entertainment, which is what the 4D spectrum does, they're using entertainment and they're using language from, okay, it's, this is a part. Again, I'm going to disengage. There's so many of them. 4D people think that the next year is going to be a shit show and who knows what they're picking up on and who knows what they're doing. But... Long story short, their stories are just increasing exponentially. And it's like, okay, there we go. But, but, <laughs> this is where it's not news. So let's channel for my Leo season people, shall I? Okay, long story short, 5D mystics. We know the difference between what is actually a neuroscience person explaining our clairs and somebody who's making up shit because they just fell for the story. 
Because no, they believe that they're special anointed and that the devil exists because if there was no evil or devil, they couldn't be special and anointed. Now, could they? They wouldn't have the little badge of honor. I'm more special than those other people. Now I feel good about myself. The sad thing is these people think they're smart, intellectually speaking. And um, that other sad part is there are people that idolize these people. They actually willingly call individuals masters. And every time I think of that, I'm like, how the hell do you even bother thinking that you have any intuition whatsoever? Because why would you even, how do you talk about intuition if you call another human being in your life master? And then when you even look at them, like, no, but I didn't mean it that way. You know, when they forget that they called somebody master because now they found something else to call and to venerate and to idealize. So they found their actual replacement uh, so anyways again uh 4d plane lots of shit going down for 4d people and it's not looking any different than it was yesterday for them but it's okay no if you believe in demons devils evils again please go to them because they have plenty of fun for you it's not fun in the land of maya but that's only for those of us who actually know what that means and we leave it alone because any person who is not ready to be their Purusha Prakriti is not going to be tuning in here. So, 5D mystics, shall we move on? Relationships. Whenever you meet 4D, 3D, limited consciousness, be respectful, disengage. It should be automatic if you are 5D because the minute that you engage with any human being who has heartbreak, gut wrench, you're going to be like, oh, your heart pulls back. It's a very specific feeling. It's like you're almost like this invisible hand pulls at your heartstring, not forward, it pulls you backwards, meaning towards the back, and you're like pausing, it's a, it's a moment of pause, wait a minute, wait, wait, let them speak, it's literally like let the mouth come open, let them say their thing, wait till you wait, wait for it, okay, wait, so there's a time and a place for everything, and on that note, I love knowing where we're headed. Oh my gosh, I saw some 5D educator the other day and it was amazing. Okay, so here's a side note for my lovely listeners. The Enlightenment Soul Age Group. Why is it so awesome? It's awesome because we're not one focus, okay? So we don't get specialized in one subject matter. And I got children outside yelling. So if you hear yelling, it's not me. It's the kids in the basketball court next door and it's hot today, so the window's open. Okay, so um, this lady who's amazing uh, was able to explain about orgasm. She is a sex educator, and I think I bought her book. I'm curious about it, but what I loved most is she was explaining how it has nothing to do with genitalia. It's all in your brain, and in fact, she goes and defines it. Where are you? I took some screenshots because I knew I'd be sharing it. With you all, she defines orgasm. I didn't take a screenshot of that one. I guess not. But uh, she defined it in a specific way, and it had everything to do with the way that your uh, brain works. So it's about neurotension or something like that. And as she's talking about the fact that we have this little monitor, and it's a monitor that takes a look at the effort and progress that we're making when we decide a goal. And so in this case, because she's saying a lot of people, they get what 
the wrong idea of what an orgasm is because this is where bad education in fact totally shit 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 education and thank goodness for five educators what i'm happy about is that this is a lady she's published she's an educator she's speaking well we got kids who are going to learn good material good 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 yay for them because i remember my teenage friends completely oblivious and i at least had some good sex education and i'm like what are you talking about they were making up a whole buttload of stories that their then parents made up to them and you know this is where their parents had made up the par- so a bunch of lies now we got great explanations very down to earth very much like hey this is where we're showing you through technology what's going on and anybody who is not here it's whatever it is for their you know limited uh exposure so some people we know they come from backgrounds where no way in hell they're even using this word and i'm like what year is it again so what i was happy to see with this lady and what made me laugh was i thought of um I thought of Sadhguru when I learned about the element of fire because he talked to me about what the yogis for the element of fire, what they would do, like how they would use their time because see, she's giving an exercise in this video. She'll give an exercise and she says, but to do this, you need to take an hour. And I'm like, wow, I'm definitely not going to waste time. Like, okay, so this is why I'm laughing a lot. Because I was like, uh, an hour, I got courses, I got, I got things I want to write. I'm busy, man. But hey, this is awesome for the people who have an hour to spend and they want to do something like this. That way they can feel empowered. They don't need another person in their life. You know, so long story short, this is, I had read about the fact that 5D plane, there would be a very independent way of people loving each other now see for 5d mystics from love cycle love is love with our ventral vagal nervous system it's not because you touch me it's not even because i've seen you the body of every person when in a restorative embodied self and having an integrated brain you sit in a state of love because your body and your brain your container is your sanctuary and so this is data point number one for this lovely 2023, this Leo season in your relationships. The first relationship you have is with yourself. So she's talking about this little monitor and she says the little monitor actually starts to, um, what was it? She says, scold you if you don't meet, like there's an equation between effort and progress towards your goal. So whatever the goal is that you set, which is why obviously she's saying, get rid of the whole, let me have um an orgasm goal not to mention again that porn does not do the truth there's a lot of bad movies that basically show fake orgasms so she's a good educator because that way kids can learn not to be basically keeping themselves in a fake idea which you know grown-ups should learn about it i see plenty of grown-ups still being very much ignorant and i'm talking about men mostly as a woman uh, unfortunately I do know of men who perpetuate stereotypes and ignorance and you know we learn how their egos are so sensitive that we can't say anything so we don't and the reality is even if we have tried since some people claim to be intellectually smart and confident you will notice immediately when that is not happening because a 5D mystic will know when the body of a person is going into a situation with their nervous system that equates, I'm uncomfortable and now I'm 
starting to get shy and embarrassed and not feeling confident and we're not going to keep going we're going to disengage from what is becoming uncomfortable because we don't have anything to prove and we don't want anyone to prove anything to us this is the part we're not here to say you male must be whatever so long story short when ego self when a person begins to get agitated and insecure we drop it because we're not in a conversation to prove points that's only the depth of children the zen masters a 5d person is having an enjoyable what is called to us an intellectual conversation but we have intellectual and emotional maturity so we're not actually trying to prove ourselves we're just engaging in a differentiated plus linking me we talk but there's no me we if there's not another me on the other end so if you don't have a whole person you're not going to be able so if the relationship of you is whole but the person in front of you is not got adaptive child so you're going to disengage 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 the ones who don't want to that's a different story and we know how to handle them so here's what happens when people don't disengage mm. they want to either idolize vilify or rescue you from whatever stupidity rescuing you from your own stupidity apparently so they try to tell you how you're supposed to think or feel uh, vilify they're going to accuse you of being wrong and how dare you and maybe you know go out of their way to say you're the devil and evil because you don't believe in it for example how dare you uh, talk about all humanity as special and diamonds uh, in the rough how dare you unconditionally love all humans no matter i speak the words of jesus you know this is the part when they say i speak for Oh, I want to help humanity. Oh, no, but only some of us are special. Mm, okay, then. I don't think you hear the words very well, but I, let me step back. So they will vilify you, and that means you're like everything not. So adaptive children, or they want to, you know, idolize you. And, and none of these are going to be okay, meaning we know the Zen master how to handle all three of these equations. does not mean it's going to look like anything specific. When people vilify us, we actually take it. We don't really do anything because we don't need to say we're not evil. We know it. And even if we know that we can't prove it, it's okay. Because the reality is if you don't trust me, then you're going to move away from me because you think I'm evil, which is okay. And at the end of the day, again, I'm not. So here's the deal. Our relationships don't go anywhere. We don't cancel because we're not doing uh, let me tell you how to live your life. We're not idealizing them. We're not vilifying them. And, and we're definitely not rescuing anyone. That's actually quite, um, what's the word? Disrespectful. So sometimes what it is, is we're butting our noses in. That, that's true. Yeah, that one we actually do. And, and here's where we learn in time how to shut the fuck up. The love cycles and masters. Like seriously, just, just shut up. We don't say anything. We, we learn how not to say one word, and that's in time. So when people interact with us with yellow or red, it's okay. We know how to handle both. And then if they're in a green, that's when we're seeing who they are. And if they're whole, let's get to our Leo season relationships, shall we? So again, we don't actually grow up with any children. Children are children, and they get to stay in 4D, 3D land, and other soul age group land. We get to grow up with the ones who know about 5D educators. 
And so this lady, again, as I was saying, wow, it was fascinating because she spelled out something that I had already learned about, but from 4D land, it sounded like some fictitious sci-fi movie, which I'm like, huh, I wonder. It's kind of like the three planes of Earth that they showed me, and none of that made sense at the beginning in the first place, but like, I, I don't know, I'll figure it out. So right now, we figured it out, and I'm sharing with my 5D mystics. So what it um, is that I was laughing about was I thought of how much time the yogi with fire spent, or no, it was water. <laughs> That's right, it was water. Because in the grace of yoga, Sadhguru told me about this one type of yogi who spent buttloads of time with water, and the vision that he gives us is basically that they do so much cleansing or whatever it is with water, that or their colon cleaning their colon, that they can poop out water. And in my head, as he's describing this, I mean, I was like, what the hell? Why would you want to spend so much time only with water and not with people? And then I was like, wait a minute. That's right. We need the one focus people. There has to be an example for every group because, you know, they're going to give us the in-depth download on a, on a subject matter. If you don't have the subject matter expert, how are you going to know about it? And if you don't have somebody who's done the wild dying of water, you know, again, or colon cleaning, whatever. So the reality is when you are 5D, and the Enlightenment Soul Age Group, you're like, yep, we need specializers. That's not going to be us, but we are so appreciative of every piece of this piece of consciousness because, wow, if we didn't have them, we'd know shit. We'd know nothing. But in the mind of a person who wants to walk with the people, so city people, we love walking with the people. Man, oh, I love my Neapolitan city. Naples City, my favorite. Chaos, people all over the place, all over everything. If you want your privacy, don't come to Naples because they're not, uh, at least for now, hopefully, oh, hopefully they'll keep their culture because they're amazing. Oh, I love it. So that's where personal preference is. Uh, long story short, even in our relationships, we like it when our people can be in our face, but when they're empowered and secure, we don't like it when they get into the whole idealizing or the vilifying or the rescuer. Like, all three, please, please, please do not do any of those with us because we were going to say, look, I'm stupid. I'm very, very stupid. And pink tainted glasses, leave me, have fun. No, so when we have actual adults, that's why it's different. We love our conversations with smart people and that's people who are empowered. So they're okay with their flaws and imperfections. They even flaunt them around like, ha, 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 look at me. I, I just did this by accident. No, so there are some things we do. We do flaunt about our flaws and imperfections. So it's all fun and games with the grown-ups. Remember this. And when they're not grown-ups, then they get a boo-boo and we know, okay, wait, remember, you're not with a grown-up. Try to keep it back. Dial it back. Dial it back. What do we have to dial back? So right now, as I was trying to say, the 4D is going to go through a shit show. They're not moving an inch. I mean, I, I honestly did not want to think that that would be the case. But right now, what I'm seeing is at least for another year, we got a bunch of people warning 4D people, uh, and they have a way they talk about themselves. We're not going to get into it right now, but yeah, they're warning them about the future, and they're not using very fun words. So there you go, and let me take a sip of coffee. Uh, in the meantime, my lovely butterflies, we are crowning. You're crowning, and the crown is a beautiful crown. So every person can wear their crown shiny bright and it's not because we need crowns. Who needs the crowns anyways? But to say you're king and queens of yourselves, we're that beautiful, beautiful butterfly transformation. So 
Um, when I did the video, I shared with you something, and we're going to get into that in a minute. And that's uh, something to keep in mind. Just keep in mind, dysregulated and modulated embodied people, they need a good therapist. Maybe with a good therapist, if they choose to do personal development, they'll get here. And the therapist is way better than them thinking of yoga. Because when I hear those people come out of their stuff, it's like, come on, just talk about post-traumatic growth, shall you? Instead of how special you are and your the the the, the dehumanization of of what is your human experience keeps people in Maya land. I enjoy learning about yoga from Sadhguru. I enjoy learning about spirituality from Sadhguru, and I enjoy translating metaphysics and esotericism to you in human terms and spirituality terms. But what I enjoy most of all is allowing you to understand it's part of your human experience, you the person, and that you get to work with what is called unresolved trauma or charged states. So you get to work with what is called your body and your brain. This is why the orgasm thing was so funny because I was like, okay, now I understood what I read way back when, which was making it sound like, oh, like with the whole new moon, energy upgrades. They always have the same, the same words, major upgrades. Major, I, I, I don't remember if it was three or four years down the line from my ascension. I'm like, okay, major upgrade again. Like this, you're, you're starting to talk in, <laughs> in, in just words. And I had began to notice the unresolved trauma coming up, but I didn't have words for it because I only had the basic of psychoeducation, which is ego self. It's once I got a handle on Bezel van der Kolk, I was like, okay, now I know what I was noticing. Fuck me, shit. I should have taken some psychology. No, nearest which one was it? Nah, never mind. They weren't even doing enough when I was in school. So in college, I don't think that my field in and of itself, well, political science, I could have taken psychology, but that's where I did, but I could only take two of the courses, so I was not uh, able to take neuroscience or somatics, I didn't even remember it being a topic, so I'm not really sure how long it's been around, but long story short, butterfly spirit transformation is beautiful, this tarot card, and it's 11, ascension for love cycle people and that would mean people who are connected to their self and they easily dissolve shame so they easily see their unresolved trauma for them the transformation a little bit painful but not a whole buttload and it's not really a little bit painful it's more that things happen in their life and then they're able to sift through those sensations images thoughts and feelings all on their own and if they have a not monitor that criticizes themselves so that effort progress the goal so the goal to live life is to smile so if they're just looking to be a very simple happy person they're going to easily notice when they're good to go with their imperfections and flaws so a person who easily welcomes compassion can also easily embrace their self. And that's where some people are. The ones who had an easy transformation right now, after this new moon, they see clearly. They see the beauty of themselves. Uh, they see the future. And they see how much of everything they can create. And they do know that, of course, what has been, what they did go through in this past year or so, was challenging. They got to uncover people that are non-disciples 
adaptive children. So the ones who basically weaponize their words and use psych education against people. They don't use kindness or compassion. They are, in fact, people who have unresolved trauma and they are triggered and then they use their triggers, their inner child wounds against each other. And so they, meaning the people who awoke to this, recognize I'm not a shitty person and these people are using words such as narcissism or sociopath or even psychopath or calling you an asshole, whatever it is, but people in their circle will have used words. You're lazy, you're bum, you're never going to do anything. What do you think? Your dreams come true, dreams don't come true, everything's hard. You're going to have to work for it. You're not going to get shit. Whatever it is, the bullshit stories that these horrible, unhappy individuals, unhappy individuals, and it's very sad because they just perpetuate all of them hurt. And then they want to say they're doing good. What good are you doing? You're doing no good when you shame and blame and or faulting or revenging or doing any of that shit. So we don't like when we see any of that. And that's why we do our best to figure out how to get a handle on the person. If we get an eye to who's being targeted. And so here's where when humanity is targeted, that's the same. That's why all humans start with zero. Remember this. All fragments are part of the same whole, and that's where some just don't uh, move out of their shame, defectiveness, heartbreak, separation, consciousness, and they choose to label humanity as broken and not good. And we say, stand down, non-disciples, stand down, people who don't know that you're a human being, stand down with your words, please, and go learn some basic good neuroscience psychoeducation, and there's no demon or evil, and if you're going to use evil, then let's go to some more psychoeducation, shall we? So stand down from insulting our species, thank you very much, since we evolved, and that's through consciousness and in time, and we are not born taught. So stand down, people who still live in the Middle Ages and in the 4D bandwidth, please, with your sci-fi movies. And recognize what unresolved trauma means and how it surfaces in maladaptive responses, safety behaviors, traumatized brain, people who have need of a good somatic sensory motor therapist. Those people that did not get to see their self easily went through excruciating hell as they got out of hell through a ladder that burnt and that's where heartbreak, gut wrench, trauma memory, getting out of dysregulation and modulation embodied experience, not easy at all. It's a journey and it needs to be chosen. And even when it's chosen, there has to be the participation of the poor body that has dysregulated nervous system. So they have a wired system that is terrified to love because it was not loved. So there's a lot of different layers and that's where those people have come out of another series of events. So the individuals who are out of their blinders, they've recognized that they are not going to blame their toxic environment, their unhealthy environment, which begins with their household, and then their entire group of people. Again, ignorance. Ignorance is not bliss in any way, shape, or form. No, 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 no. Uh, An unresolved trauma, when people have it, is not uh, very beautiful to see. Shame, blame, fault, revenge. These are loops that people create within their own family, all on their own, and perpetuate it because they don't know how to use their body and mind, all of them. 
people who are hurt hurt each other and the people who are not hurt is who I'm channeling with. So the ones who are not hurt, the butterflies, some went through beautiful transformation. I can raise my hand. I do not know suffering. I know beautiful ascension all the time. Every year of my year of my life that I can be, the worst things that have taken place are simply put panic attacks. And really that's about it because that's really, really challenging. Or in the fear one, wow, that one was, so that trauma memory, but the trauma memory, the little sliver was no big deal. It was when I actually felt the pure emotion of fear. I'll never forget that one. I mean, I can't really compare them. I have to be honest when I think of the panic attacks at their extreme versus this fear moment, both emotions are seriously uh, interesting. Interesting is the word that I use because it's fascinating to be able and I don't know how to say it, just fascinating, but not overwhelming. No tsunami. And even with for example, crying, never overwhelming. I mean, granted, you're like, wow, how much water can a body hold? But that's about it. So we can make jokes in, in a lot of moments. Um, that's a window of welcome for some of us. So our transformation to be these beautiful butterflies is always really great. But the people who have dysregulated, modulated, that's not the case. And so when I got described by this therapist, the transformation of this butterfly, I was like, what the fuck are you telling me right now? Oh my God, you're making me feel torture while you're describing it. And long story short, I'm not sure if the lady went through it, but whatever she described, I was like, wow, this is really intense. And I don't like your description. And I understand that those who have dysregulated bodies can relate to it. I will not relate to it. I will understand what you're spelling to me and move away and distance that emotion and all that you're describing right now because it feels like torture, which is why, as I was saying, people that got out of hell through that burning ladder, they know a thing or two about what this lady's talking about. And on that note, when we have quotes like this from Sadhguru, um, devotion starts as an emotion but does not end there. Ultimately, devotion results in dissolution, and he capitalizes devotion and dissolution. Humanly speaking, as a person with an embodied brain, what you get to dissolve is the unresolved trauma and the shame defectiveness. So your devotion does not turn to Akash or this fear of something that exists outside of you. Your devotion is not devotion per se. What happens is you become aware of you, the human being, with safe haven, secure base. You're able to use the left and right mode of your brain, an integrated brain. And so all hands are on deck. What you learn to be is in a um, down-regulated default mode network. So your ventral vagal, your social engagement, mammalian history, mammalian heritage is always online. So when I'm presenting with another and engaging, even if they're spitting in my face, I'm still able to be in a green in my body, humanly speaking. This is what Enlightenment Soul Age Group, this is what, if you're a 5D mystic in the Enlightenment Soul Age Group, this is the optimization, this is you dissolved. This is why all of the stories of Sadhguru, they end up in a hill, the ones who don't make it out. When they're going to the hill to die, what's dying is the defective shame, heartbreak, gut wrench, the inner critic, the outer critic, and then the mechanisms of addiction, 
compulsiveness that are self-soothing to a nervous system that has maladaptive responses as an adult because there's a dysregulated nervous system that's in a fight, flight, fright, yellow or red. So when we are in a brain that is reactive with a nervous system that is dysregulated, which means it's in its fight already, these are those charge states. If you don't get your teenager in your peripheral view, you ain't going to become your functional adult. The fight is 14, 15, 16. So let's just say ego is your teenager and you, if you become your adult, then ego becomes the adult version of you and your personality shines and is beautiful and still you, the same you, but with the personality. And uh, on that note, it's when a person sees that they are pretty much fine and dandy with their own flaws and imperfections. They don't have fear. They don't have guilt. They don't think of there being any, any reward, oh, when I die, whatever it is. There's no supernatural anything. There's you and people and humanity. And you understand that if people don't have integration of the brain and restorative embodied self, they have trauma that they're not tending to. Because integration of the brain means that you are a person who can sift your own sensations, images, thoughts, feelings, and talk about them not use them so you don't do the adaptive child thing of oh the grocery lady looked at me weird so it must be me you don't even bother with the oh the grocery lady no somebody else is gonna be like she looked at you weird no she just looked i don't know why should i ask her is that what you're asking me to do do i need to ask the lady hey did you look at me weird no thank you you know how many times people aren't even looking at you uh, another lovely said guru quote, be it nationality, religion, or brand of clothes, people identify themselves with just about anything in trying to bring stability to their lives. They only celebrate their limitations. This is not the way of life. So they celebrate their adaptive child. When people find their group, they do the whole, we're going to shame, blame, fault, and or revenge other people. And together we're a group. So it's limitations, limited consciousness, adaptive child, that's where they don't know about their right brain stuff. Zen masters, we know about our right brain stuff and our left brain, and we get to speak, okay? So, for your relationships, there are things that people will say that they will regret because they will not have been their adult self. They will have had their unresolved trauma safety behavior, maladaptive responses from their own family of household, gaslighting, ghosting, manipulation, cheating, lying. They will have done uh, conflict in a way that they will know. They will not know repair and they will not know how to handle their body, a lot of other things. So the people who are awakened to all of this, those are the ones who went through uh, and some might have addictions, compulsions, things of that nature that they will become aware were self-soothing. So any person who's at this point in 2023 awakened to themselves as a 5D mystic or just a 5D functional adult, it's a person who's a Zen master and who will, if they had a shame defectiveness button, they see it, they know it, they know their unresolved trauma and they know all of their emotional triggers and they know all of their compulsive behaviors and they know what they're going to do to disengage from limited life. So they're moving into their higher consciousness and that would be you all if you've spoken words that you regret this is sad i feel for you and i'm going to say that grown-ups know how to discuss and repair because when we do have areas of our life that we are upset about 
consciously speaking, you're going to do something about it because otherwise it's going to stay there and fester. And that's not necessary. And on that note, where is it? There's another quote I wanted to read to you. This one, depression can overwhelm a person's life and rob them of meaning, joy, and a sense of value. Left untreated, it can feel like a life sentence and that nothing will change. This is why they, they have a program that can help to support people that go through depression. Shelley Harrell, PhD, she says, people often resonate with just simple things that lift them up like a color, a song, or a flower. Once you get that lift, people can then cognitively expand and think of more things that create a sense of pleasure, a sense of positive emotion. That's only one step. The rest is if a person makes their self a priority and moves into choosing to take their time to embark on journeys that involve them expanding their intellect and expanding their emotional plane and expanding their circle of friends and expanding a lot of things. There was also another quote that I thought I had, but I can't find it. It was related to the psychoeducation and how some people don't use... um, their time in a very specific way but I can't find it so we're going to move on with our topic and when people say things that they don't mean and they can't take it back that's where love cycle people will have learned how not to do that there's one time only that I've said something and actually this wasn't even anything that was a quote-unquote big deal because as a teenager when you're moving into your Purusha Prakriti for love cycle people, you recognize that you can't take words back. Even as a kid, you start learning that, right? Because you start having relationships. So you start learning how people are going to keep things and they're going to be heard about and stuff like that. So you do your best to make sure people know your intention and to explain yourself. And that's where... Some people don't even bother with that one. Some people say you don't have to explain yourself, but that's because they're not aware of their own emotions that arise. Um, Because if they were, they'd know why somebody would be explaining themselves. But then again, here's where it's a relationship. It's built by two people. So the ones of us who want to explain ourselves, it's because we want to make sure people know what we're trying to say. We also learn how to recognize when people are just going to stay within their adaptive child self and that's all so relationships we build them with adults it's fun it's growing fun because nobody takes offense with the ones who don't grow up we know how to handle them and we're going to have a very different relationship because they still are going to hold on to things in in the years to come and it's in a way that is not about us it's not about you it's the uh, fragments of their own insecurities that they don't make grown up so we all have areas of our story that stay in childhood land until you are like wow i'm the luckiest person alive so once you're that butterfly you're the luckiest person alive independently from if it was a torture to get there or not when you're in the enlightenment soul age group a 5D functional adult or 5D mystic enlightenment soul age group, 
you're lucky to be alive, period. You don't look to the past and you don't tell your story in an ego that is in a limited version. You've dissolved the shame thing, the blame thing, the fault thing. You've dissolved all of the emotional insecurity, mental insecurity, the physical insecurity. You know you're a piece of consciousness like anybody else. You're a person with flaws and imperfections like any other person. Safe haven, secure base. So the basics is this, that's it. There is nothing else uh, except for you. Cool, cool. When we have people who say they're cool, but they're not, we know it, period. <laughs> they won't know any better unless they think of things in certain ways. So moving forward from that one, because we've, we've repeated. Any person who uses any language, whether they are idealizing, vilifying, or rescue, they're an adaptive child. Put it in the little box, understand it, work with it, and what you're going to recognize is where you get to expand. You're motivated to move into your Zen mastery. People who want to get out of their dysregulated nervous system, they're going to move into their regulated nervous system and they're going to keep on at it until they get heaven in their body. That's pretty straightforward. So the 5D mystics are here and so are the 5D functional adults. So when we say things, we know what we're saying. The people who said things they didn't want to say, they're making amends if they're grown-ups, and that's it. It's just straightforward as it gets. So people who grow up, know about trauma you can't blame yourself for unresolved trauma it's not your fault that your parents or their parents are da, 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 da. nobody's fault you're not the fault shame blame that's again adaptive children in traumatized ego unresolved the maya land a human being who recognizes transgenerational trauma was not decided by any human being it started with one and it ain't the whole story from the texts of religion it's the story of darwin cellular 5D mystics, we bring science in, we don't do, there's a preference, no, science subject matter, spiritual subject matter, spirituality subject matter, they're subject matters, not uh, things that spell out truth. So, from zero years of age is where we all started, and people who say things that they don't mean, if they didn't mean it, and they didn't want to say it, or whatever, they realize, shit, I fucked up, they know how to say, shit, I fucked up. Can we be friends? That's very straightforward. And we'll be like, yeah, of course we can. What, what shit did you fuck up? Let me hear. I love to chit-chat about this shit. So 5D mystics, we're always chit-chatting. And on that note, again, butterfly crowning and the beauty of tomorrow. Well, 4D plane, we'll be talking about whatever it is they'll talk about. We're going to be talking about your personal development, your expansion of consciousness, and then societally speaking, I, I haven't found clarity on how that one will be moving into the picture, but our relationships are the priority because your family is where you're going to have a playground. Right now, everybody returns home. Home is where that heart is safe to be itself. And so wherever you are, in a safe haven, secure based relationship. Those are your people. And for the Zen masters, it ain't the adaptive children. When we have adaptive children, we're needing to be a babysitter. So they're not uh, going to count. They don't feel like home because we don't have fun when we have to babysit. That means responsibility, which means we need to be careful. Da, 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 da. So uh, there are some relationships that are um, heart break and breaking because there's heartbreak for those people who are adaptive children they went through a lot of 
shit and they don't know how to handle it like grown-ups and you know at the end of the day they have fear they have guilt and they have the uh punishment reward idea and it's a lot of um maya land we don't need to talk about it but there's going to be people from your oversoul that's all they're home because you love them and they love you but they're not fun is what i was saying so when you want to go party you ain't partying with the people that aren't home you're partying with the people that uplift you they tease you they make fun of our clairs but in a good way they actually uh, cherish our uniqueness we cherish theirs so we're building relationships with people who crown us and we crown them and we have each other feel special not because we're more special it's just because we find each other amusingly and lovingly special so it's fun it's fun to hang around and it's fun to have little interactions or big interactions right we build castles with sand when we're children we can build castles together when we're adults and it's how we make each other feel if you remember there's i think it's a quote let's read about that that quote it's a famous one the quote is by maya angelo or a-n-g-e-l-o-u i think it's a french last name people will forget what you said people will forget what you did but people will never forget how you made them feel and there's even another one that's a really cute one. I don't remember it completely, but it's uh, something along the lines of, you know, what you see about people when they're around each other or how people are around other people. And, and so it's, it's similar because it's basically uh, allowing ourselves to um, know that what you create when we see you with people, it's going to represent part of who you are so like I've seen there are people who are joyous and happy and fun and they're always you know creating that atmosphere we all create a type of atmosphere and here's something that I wrote let's see I quoted myself so I shared it somewhere at some point everything you know and learn in life is defined labeled and organized box it up in a category and it stays there allow it to be yours and it will become whatever you want it to be you are not a box you all know the there's the consistent um, part of our content that i share at this point which is i am life i'm love i'm expanding consciousness i'm infinite higher human potential we also have stop telling me who to be how to feel how to think and feel about humanity and anything and everything i learned Stop telling me how to feel and think when the unknown happens, when the unwanted happens, when the unthinkable happens. Stop limiting me. I can't ever fit in a box. I can't be fixed into something. I'm life. I'm love. I'm the essence of life. I'm expanding consciousness. As such, like air, I'm not able to be seen or contained. So stop trying to see me and start living me. Live the immense infinity of me in your own unique way. You are infinite higher human consciousness. You are a seeker. You are a lover. You are a lifer, you are a harmonizer, you are a 5D self-empowered, enlightened person and or slash lightworker. Believe in yourself as you are with your flaws and imperfections 
unconditionally love yourself as you are with your own flaws and imperfections and watch yourself soar to the heights and beyond that you never thought imaginable or possible. I'm expanding consciousness. I'm infinite human potential. I'm love. I'm life. I'm you. In your every breath, in your every day, in your every thought, in your every emotion, in your every action, in the entirety of you, you amazing you. The simplest of things can brighten up our day and the ability to love unconditionally with flaws and imperfections allow every moment of life to be full of gratitude, bliss, abundance, and ever-expanding love. And when you can see how your life is the most amazing love affair alongside all your loved ones and humanity, that life is a never-ending creator of miracles and puzzle pieces. It always brings about your expansion of consciousness. This is when you will know enlightenment and it is actually your every day. So... Long story short, all of our relationships are special. Our oversoul, there isn't a divine timing for the 5D functional adult or mystic. We are the creators of our fairy tales and of our life because we engage with people. So when people engage with us, it's because they enjoy our company. And when we speak to each other, we all speak to each other. Flaws and perfections are normal. Grown-ups know how to repair because grown-ups know how to emotionally and mentally talk to each other. The people who don't, it's again not our business to do anything about it because we know when we're dealing with a two-year-old that does not have Krishna Lila. Our two-year-old has Krishna Lila. It's called our ventral vagal nervous system. And it's called a human being being an integrated brain and a restorative embodied self. We're present when we're with people. We're not making assumptions in our brain in any way, shape, or form. We are attuning and then we're resonating. And if there's not resonance, we're looking how to get that misalignment to be attuned and then to move into the land of trust to continue expanding. And that's why we're also automatically a spirituality process and Zen masters. But the difference is we don't go lock up ourselves in mountains. We walk with the people. We're city people. We're with the people. We want to be around human beings because that's what we are and that's where mindful relationships are. So... Again, our home is where our heart is, which is in our body, and our brain is part of that body, and our gut, and that's where we're friends with our body. So the first sanctuary is your own space. Inner growth mindset. No critic, no, no denying either. So again, it's about being able to share. Here's my heart, here's my vulnerability, here's my trigger, here's whatever's going on, right? And I'm not denying it, and I'm not going to hide away or withdraw, I'm not going to do silence, I'm not going to, it's an actual conversation. When we get to have those with all people, the ones who are open to compassion, they get to have vulnerable and very beautiful exchanges, and we help them to dissolve that shame again, and to learn to grow up together, because we have face-to-face quote-unquote conflict and what really happens is we talk about stuff so the beautiful relationships that are being built with partnerships it's between grown-ups and grown-ups and that's why there's some that have addictive problems that they will find out are not problems they're addictive behaviors for self-soothing so we can work them out there's great centers great lots of great stuff we can do all together and then it's obviously their desire to move into their regulated nervous system so they understand that the dysregulated pattern is the dysregulated nervous system and that there's nothing to be ashamed of when it comes to compulsive patterns that are due to insecure attachment wounds and trauma wounds and aspects that come up from that right brain mode and um, the people who are Zen masters, we get to 
be the Zen masters because we're compassionate mirrors. So we're like, it's cool. Don't worry. We can work on this. Of course we can. We'll go and figure it out. We don't weaponize words. We use the psych education actually to discuss. And we, in fact, don't say, oh, you gaslit me. Now I'm going to come call you name. No, we're going to say, hey, you know, this thing, uh, it's something that we should look into. If they get really, really where they don't want to talk, then we're like, okay, you know what? Never mind. Let's just drop it because obviously we're not going to engage in any resonance or trust. So it's, it's cool. It doesn't always end with the whole it's cool, but essentially we don't do let me point a finger. So again, no shame, no blame, no fault, and definitely no uh, revenge. The 5D mystics and the 5D functional adults, we only do compassion mirrors. That's it. And we have direct communication, beautiful conversations. We stay very careful and try to be as loving as possible with each other. So bring that love, hug each other and uh, be kind again. See you again soon. I hope you're having a wonderful Leo season.